RadioInfluence.com. everybody. Welcome to the Forking Around Town podcast. This is your host, Tracy. And today I am super excited to talk about one of my favorite things to eat in the world, which are oysters. And like I always tell everybody, the world is my oyster. And it can be yours as well, especially if you live in the Tampa Bay area. Today, I would like to welcome John Wakefield, who is the board chair for Frameworks of Tampa Bay and also the founder of the Tampa Bay Oyster Fest, which takes place this Sunday, December 11th. And I'm super excited to talk about this event. So, John, welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you. I'm super excited to be on your podcast. Awesome. Well, before we get into Oyster Fest, which um, I'm already getting hungry thinking about this event, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about Frameworks of Tampa Bay and just, just you know, the mission for you guys and how you started, because I recently learned about this incredible nonprofit, and I'm super excited to start becoming involved as the year, uh, you know, within the new year. Sure. So Frameworks of Tampa Bay is a really interesting organization. I'll give a quick overview of sort of how it started about 18 years ago it started as the ophelia project which was set up um, to deal with bullying as an anti-bullying organization for young girls Mm -hmm. and as they got into it they determined that um, really uh, bullying was happening amongst boys and girls and so it expanded that mission to be an anti-bullying mission against uh, for, for boys and girls. Um, but as they continue to drill deeper into uh, the, um, this anti-bullying mission, they realize that there's a root problem there, and it really deals with emotional intelligence. And so out of that was born Frameworks of Tampa Bay, so that uh, we, we go in and we empower local educators, local youth service organization leaders, parents, and other adults that that deal with the youth in Tampa and teach them how to uh, build emotional intelligence in our youth. And they, so we focus on teaching five, what we call five foundational emotional intelligence attributes. That's self-management, self-awareness, social awareness, which would be empathy, and how to build healthy relationships, and how to make responsible decisions. And and we believe if you're teaching children these important important things while they're in grade school, all the way through high school, young, young elementary, all the way through high school, that they'll really have a much better chance at success in life. So this Oyster Fest is, is really aimed at, at benefiting that that mission. I I love it because, you know, I am a mother of two teenagers myself. And a lot of times, you know, one is in middle school and the other one is in high school. And I hear some of the stories about bullying and I'm, I'm just shocked. I mean, for me personally, I went to an all girls Catholic school, so I never really experienced any of that. But just, you know, that they, the fact that they are in public schools and, you know, my son especially will just come home and say like, mom, you won't believe what happened. And, He's actually very involved in a lot of different um, community groups, especially like um, Best Buddies of Tampa Bay and things like that. So he's very passionate about, you know, really just making anyone that feels like they might be left out or anything, just making them feel like they are a part of something very special. So 
when I first learned about, you know, frameworks of Tampa Bay, that was one of the things that really caught my eye, I have to say. So I really love what you guys are doing. And I think it's fantastic. Really That's is. awesome. And, and, you know, it's good. It, it, emotional intelligence really goes, it goes so much further than, than, than bullying. Um, you know, e- even for a child that's maybe struggling with, you know, uh, a math, you know, a math class and mm-hmm. did poorly on a math exam and has, you know, certain emotions that are attached to something simple like that, you know, these emotional intelligence skills give children the ability to sort of name their emotion, uh, claim that emotion and then, and then tame it. We, you know, we say name it, claim it, tame it. And, 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 and so having those tools to deal with life's adversities and challenges, however they may come at our kids mm-hmm. is really important. So I'm, I'm also very passionate about the mission like you. You know, it's funny. Um, I was just, I just had a thought and actually a memory when I was, I think seven years old, I was always the top speller in my third grade class and we had a spelling bee and I just remember all the parents, the entire school was there and I was always number one in my class with spelling. And the minute that I had to stand up in front of everybody, I completely froze and I misspelled a word. And I just remember a lot of the kids were laughing and I will never forget that day as long as I live. And that experience terrified me so much that I was afraid to speak in front of anybody for a very, very long time. I mean, it took me until I was probably in high school. Yeah, it was, it was difficult. So I can, I know exactly how that is and just certain things you might just have an experience and then it really does kind of affect you emotionally. And yeah, it took me a long time to get over it. And I still, to this day, I just remember the looks and some of the, the other kids faces and and them laughing at me. And it's just crazy how it, it really, you know, stuck with me, you know, for all those years. So yeah, I definitely yeah. understand yeah. that. Well, I wanted so I wanted sure. to. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, that's uh, that's that's why Tampa Oyster Fest has, has really um, grown in popularity. Popularity. I mean, everybody loves the oysters, and and there's so many people that that love this mission and are you know personally attached to it through one experience or another, just like you. So, um, that, that thanks for sharing your story with me and. Um, and uh, let's definitely let's talk about the Oyster Fest. Well, yeah, the one thing I was going to say is that, like, for me, food was actually what really helped me come out of my shell. And I'll never forget the first time I actually was on a TV show here in Tampa Bay was probably about 10 or 12 years ago. And I was involved with a company that was based in my um, hometown of San Jose, California. And they basically, the company was called Dish Crawl. And they organized these food events, which was basically a walking food tour of a certain neighborhood. So you'd have a group of people and you would have about a three hour time frame, And the entire group would visit four different restaurants in that time frame. And so at each place you would get small little samples of what the restaurant had to offer. And it was just always a really fun night, great way to get people together, to meet different people. And I had to go on TV to talk about this event. And I just remember how nervous I was. And I started having flashbacks of, of my spelling bee. But once the food, you know, came out, I had a chef with me and he was cooking and we were talking. It was like, suddenly I forgot. And that's one thing I I really feel passionate about is that food really does bring people together. And I can't think of a better way to celebrate any type of cause other than with food. So I think what, you know, with the Oyster Fest, I think it's great. So I would love to hear more about it because I've actually never been. So this will be my first time. 
Awesome. You're going to love it. It's, um, it's a pretty cool story how we started it. Um, so when I, when I was on the board, I, I said to my colleagues uh, at Frameworks, you know, let's have another event to raise money for, for Frameworks. And I said, I think it would be awesome to have an oyster fest in Tampa. Um, no, no one does that. We, we need one. And I know how to do it. Just I'm, I'm originally from South Carolina and, and had some experience growing up and in college um, eating and cooking oysters. And I love to do it. So I said, I'll, I'll take the lead on this. And um, so we did sort of like a little beta version in our parking lot for some, some donors that had given us, you know, give it to my annual fundraising campaign, like $250 or more. And we ended up having about 25 people, including some of the board members that came out to sort of see what, what's this all about. And, um, and they, they loved it. And so the following year, there was a vacant lot um, right next door to the Frameworks office. And so the following year, we, had, we put on a, a, an Oyster Fest, uh, just like everybody will experience on Sunday, where we um, prepare oysters um, three, three different ways. Um, we have a raw bar. Um, and by the way, all of our oysters are harvested in the United States, and these oysters that we have were harvested um, yesterday and uh, in Texas, and mm-hmm. um, so they're super fresh and and delicious. Um, I've actually had um, other oysters from this specific area in Texas earlier this year, and they are really yummy. Um, so we we have a raw bar for people to to eat them on a cracker, or however they like. We also um, dig a hole in the ground. We build a, a fire and we take an old ship iron uh, that we got from a, a ship repair company down in, in the Tampa port area. And we, we put this big four by four flat piece of iron over a hot fire and, and we get it really, really hot. And then we, we put a box of raw oysters onto the ship iron mm-hmm. and then we drape uh, wet burlap over that. And so, it's, of course, as soon as the Wet burlap hits the, the hot iron, the steam goes off, and it's super hot, and the oysters kind of flash steam. And, you know, depending, um, depending on, on how hot the fire is and how hot the, the iron is, they, they usually steam in about, you know, four to eight minutes, and we take them off and we carry them over to um, the oyster tables, which is where all of your audience will be circled around and, and everybody will have a, an oyster knife that we provide and condiments and um, we'll sit there and kind of pop open these um, steamed oysters and they're hot and yummy and juicy and good. Um, and that's my favorite way to eat them. And then we have a third way we do. We have a char grilled oyster that we actually call oysters B and D. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, a little medley of, you know, butter and garlic and spices and um, that we put into the uh, on onto the top of the oyster, put it on a char grill, you know, um, and you know, uh, take them off and, and every and we serve the char grilled oysters to folks, kind of like an oyster Rockefeller, but a hundred times better. Um, so people love those as well. Um, so that's that's sort of the oyster fest part of it. We'll have. Um, Last year we had uh, we had uh, four four thousand five hundred pounds of oysters, um, and so there are lots of them, and we need lots of people to come out and 
and eat all that they can <laughs> um, for that ticket price. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's at um, Tabela's, which um, I love that location. I've been to a couple of events there and they do such a beautiful job. It really is. And it's so it's so big. I never knew it was, you know, where it was located. I was the first time I was there. I was just blown away. It's the perfect place for an event like this. Absolutely. Perfect. It really is. <clears throat> there's a big there's a big grassy field, which was where we'll have the the big pit oyster cooker and the char grill and everything. But then there's beautiful pavilion and plenty of shade. They've got an awesome stage. Um, it's a, you know, a permanent stage and we'll have three bands that are playing. So all three bands are local. It's um, all kind of around a bluegrass or Americana musical genre, but a group called Phil Pate Trio. Phil is a master mandolin player and you will have a bass and guitar and banjo with him. Um, the second band is called the Apple Butter Express, and mm. they're they're really sort of an alternate uh, Americana band, super fun um, group to 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 dance to and, and sing along with. Um, and then the third band is a local Tampa favorite that's been around for a long time called Have Gun Will Travel, mm-hmm. and um, they produced a ton of albums, and they're really really an awesome band to finish with. So we're excited about. That And then I also want to add that for people that want to just come out for the event and have a good time, and but just don't like oysters, that's okay too, because we have a pig jig, award-winning Tampa pig jig team called Make mm, Squeal, um, <laughs> doing, doing a ton of um, smoked Boston butts and pulled pork. So we'll have barbecue that's going to be delicious, and then... Um, we also have what we call low country boil and we're doing a ton of that, which is uh, boiled shrimp, sausage, corn, potatoes, and also you can come by and just sort of scoop what you want of all of that onto your plate. And so good alternatives if you, if you're not into oysters or you want some extra food besides oysters. Oh, awesome. And if any of you guys are interested, well, first of all, um, Tabela's is conveniently located at 5818 Causeway Boulevard in Tampa. It's actually right on the border of like, you know, Tampa and Brandon. I used to live out in that area. So it's very, very easy to get to, whether it's the Crosstown, which is my preferred way of getting around. Or you can even take um, if you're, you know, in the Tampa area, you can take Bayshore all around and, you know, take the Causeway. It's very convenient to get to. And you can still get tickets. So now the website is, um, you can go to tampaoysterfest.com. And do you guys have a cap on tickets for the event to sell out? We we do, and we're getting close to that. And we will also just, tickets, we will not sell any tickets the day of right. because um, we, we, we order enough oysters based on how many people we're expecting to come. And we've, we've ordered this for um, a sellout crowd of a thousand people. And, um, so, um, you know, please, please get your tickets, um, you know, today or tomorrow or Friday. Um, and uh, we, we hope to see everyone out there. I do want to say that we have made every effort to have this $100 ticket. Remember, this is a donation to Frameworks. Um, but, but we've made every effort to make sure that once you pay for your ticket and you get to Oyster Fest, that it's really, is truly an all-inclusive experience. You're not going to pay dollars to park you're you're gonna you're not gonna have any other entry fee there's not going to be upcharges for a barbecue or like a drink oil or 
you know, an extra dozen oysters. I mean, everything is included. It's a full open bar with um, all, all mixed drinks that you would want. Coppertail Brewery, which is an awesome local brewery, is doing our beers. Um, we've got wine, champagne. Um, you know, there's games out there. The live music is all part of the ticket. So it's um, it's family-friendly. Your kids that are 12 and under can come in free. Um, it's just going to be a great time. Um, I hope uh, I hope we see a lot of people from your podcast buying tickets over the next couple <laughs> days and, and coming out to support. Uh, what about um, is it dog friendly? It is not dog friendly. Okay, Bellas does not allow dogs. Okay, but well, see that's good to know. I always like to ask because um, I I know a lot of people that love to bring their dogs with them, myself included. <laughs> so that's good yes, to know. We, we have two dogs as well, and I would love to bring them, but. Pups have to stay at home for this one. But, yes, um, yes, yes. I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. Lately, um, I have a, a four-month-old puppy, so he's he's been my plus one to a lot of things just because, you know, he's an easy plus one. He doesn't argue with where we're going, and he's always happy to be out. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And an attention getter, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, well, and you know, I have to say, I I picked the wrong time to stop, you know, drinking. I'm training for a, a full marathon coming up in a couple months, so I'm not going to be able to enjoy all those. I mean, nothing, in my opinion, is better than oysters and and champagne. So I'm really sad. I'm going to have to miss that, but that's okay. I'm I'm learning to love water more and more each day. <laughs> you know, you you reminded me something. So um, we we also have an area of the oyster that we call um, the drink lab and shooting range. And so these are like three or four different tables where you can go and get sort of a craft cocktail that our liquor sponsors have come up with. Um, and then there's also oyster shooters there, aka the, the shooting range. And mm-hmm. so, you know, like a Bloody Mary oyster shooter, um, for example. So that's kind of a fun thing to uh, participate in well as well at, at Oyster Fest. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I'll be I'll be watching everybody and just kind of drinking vicariously through them. So <laughs> yeah, I have to say it is a challenge sometimes, especially this time of year. Um, I, there are so many events w- that are centered around, you know, adult libations and it's it's hard, but I have to say my willpower, um, I never thought it could be this strong. So I'm 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 all about the food right now. <laughs> so I can't well, wait. Good on you for doing a marathon. That's a, that's a major accomplishment. I'm not sure um, I could do that. I, I'm going to try to run a, a 5K uh, around the Christmas holiday, but that's, that's about all I'll be good for. Oh, well, you know, that's how it started with me. And um, a full marathon is very daunting to me. I'm, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, I've done plenty of half marathons. And I took a break for a little bit, and I, I did two Gosh, in a in a two week period, it was like one, and then one another one two weeks later. And I have to say, it's um, it's hard on your body. So I'm trying to really take my time, and I'm taking the training very seriously. So it's um, I'd rather I'm all about slow and steady. Just build up, get there, do it the right way, and then that way I won't be in a lot of pain. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I'll I'll be eating pizza and drinking wine for days after this event is over. <laughs> I cannot wait. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. That's terrific. Absolutely. 
Now, I just wanted to real quick for everyone listening, um, in addition to buying the tickets, I mean, definitely you guys have to make sure you get them before the 11th. Um, There will not be any tickets available the day of the event. But if you want to learn more information, I just want to see if you could share any social media handles or any other information if they want to look up and read about the event. Sure. So you can, um, Frameworks of Tampa Bay is, um, you know, the social media handle, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook or, or, or LinkedIn. Um, all of our Oyster Fest social media has been through Frameworks Perfect. of Tampa Bay. Um so please check all that out. And then there is TampaWisterFest.com. It's not a great website, but it is uh, it is effective for getting on there and getting the basic details and, and navigating to a place to buy a ticket. So, well, it um, looks great. I was looking at it myself, and it got me just excited to kind of see pictures from last year and everything. So definitely looking forward to it. Yeah. Now, for anyone... Um, that will be like me, for example, you know, cause I'm always all about the pictures. So if anyone wants to tag you guys, obviously they will tag your social media handles. Is there a specific hashtag for the event or just maybe like TV oyster fest? Um, I, I, I'm, you know, that's a great question. I believe the hashtag would be, um, hashtag Tampa oyster fest. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, I'll look into it too because I'll um, I'll find out exactly what it is and I'll I'll be sharing it that day. I'm excited, do lots of video and everything. It's going to be fun. Yeah, oysters. I have to say, I like oysters prepared any any way you want to give them to me. I love them. I've actually been you know fortunate enough to I've gone to New Orleans a couple times and gone to some of those landmark locations, you know, like Drago's and had the char grilled oysters and everything. So, and I love them raw, just everything. So yeah. Super excited. Very, very excited. No, oysters are a superfood. Mm-hmm. They are. They're so good. They're so good for you. Um, so, uh, you know, come and, and eat a lot of them. Yeah, and, and the great thing is, for those of you that are worried, there's no carbs, so you can eat all the oysters you want and you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the ones that have butter on them. Oh, that's okay. Butter <laughs> doesn't true. have carbs in it. <laughs> adds, oh, that's true. That's true. Adds there flavor to oh, everything. Uh, well, I really, I have to say, I really appreciate you taking the time. Um, I'm, I'm just excited that, you know, just to, you know, I want to really become more involved with frameworks in 2023. And we'll definitely talk later um, just with my, my line of work. I, I've got some ideas and, you know, I'd love to be involved in any way that I can. You know, definitely. I, I, I love what you guys are doing. Thank you so much. And with respect to Oyster Fest and future years, we're really looking to incorporate the restaurant community into the event. You know, we've got our core oyster offering that I described for everybody. But, you know, in future years, we would love to have local restaurants who want to come and set up a table and do oysters, you know, one particular way that that they think is really special, whether that's fried or you know another char grilled oyster or or whatever the case may be. We would we would love love to to grow that part of the festival as well so if there's any restaurant owners out there you know um please be in touch with us absolutely i'll definitely spread the word and you know what i have to really quick i have to give a shout out to the place that i that actually where i learned about this event which is bayshore bayshore fit in tampa that's the gym i go to and they have done such an amazing job promoting this event. They've got like a flyer on the door right when you walk in. There's a little section where you go ahead and grab a towel 
before your workout and they've got the flyers everywhere on just everywhere. So that's how I learned about the event. And a lot of the staff has been like, Tracy, are you going to this? You, you need to know about this. So they've done a great job. That's awesome. I hope that I meet them on Sunday personally so I can thank them. Um, that's really, that's really terrific. Um, yeah. We've, we've, we've had, you know, these, these local events like this, um, they, you know, you've got people that start them and, you know, volunteers that work to, to organize them and put them on. But at the end of the day, they're totally community events and mm-hmm. it requires the participation of, of everyone to come out and make it fun and celebrate and have a good time and fellowship with one another and enjoy the food or whatever that, or the music, whatever the case may be. Um, I was one of the founders of Gasparilla music festival, you know, 10 years ago. And, oh, wow. you know, that the same thing goes for, for that festival. It really is, you know, the, the community really owns all these festivals by coming out and showing their support and, and making them fun and promoting them, you know, the local businesses promoting them like Bayshore fit. So, um, thanks to everybody that's, that's gone the extra mile to, to help us make this event a success. Yeah, the, the owners of Bayshore Fit are wonderful people. They do so much. Um, once a month, they work with, I don't know if you've actually heard of this organization. I don't know a whole lot about it, but I'm learning. It's called the Merciful Project, and they work with, you know, helping, you know, with pet adoptions. And so they do puppy yoga once a month. And like I said, they're always doing so much with the community and they're just, they're wonderful people. So I I really do hope they'll be there. I'm sure they will on Sunday so you can meet them. They're great. Love everything they do. So, well, once again, thank you for, for taking the time. I look forward to meeting you as well on Sunday. I will, um, I just, I can't wait. I'm, I'm already getting hungry thinking about it. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thank you so much for, um, having me on your podcast and thanks to all of your audience for taking 20 minutes to listen to me go on and on about the oyster fest and and hope uh, lots of people buy tickets and please come up and say hello and and introduce yourself on sunday i sure will and everyone again thank you guys for for listening i really hope if you live in the tampa bay area that you can definitely make it to this event be sure to get your tickets i'll be sharing on my instagram and my stories and everything a link for you to purchase tickets Not only can you click on the link in my bio to get your tickets, but also in my stories. And I'll also have a, I have a post up where you can also read more about this event. And if you can't make it, you can go virtually and you can follow me on Sunday. I'll be sharing all kinds of stuff. I'll be doing some live video from the event and also sharing anything that I do, you know, coming up with frameworks of Tampa Bay. So again, thank you guys for listening. And don't forget a new episode comes out every Friday on radioinfluence.com or wherever else you like to download and listen to your favorite podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I hope to see you at the Oyster Fest. Mm-hmm.